0: A reading from Matthew 10, 21-23 Brother will betray brother to death, and a father his child. Children will rebel against their parents, and have them put to death. You will be hated by everyone because of me, but the one who stands firm in the end will be saved. When you are persecuted in one place, flee to another. Truly I tell you, you will not finish going through the towns of Israel, before the Son of Man comes,
1: so today there is over two billion Christians on planet Earth. Um, so it's probably easy for us to forget, actually, that in the first century, you know, this little movement that began with people who believed in Jesus, it was really small at first. In the the pre-Christian world, the pre-Christian culture hadn't heard of Jesus, and or his ways and, and the the audacity of the message of this, you know, scrappy group of Christ followers, the audacity was offensive. We have the capital T truth. We have the savior of the world. You got to get on board with this truth claim. Uh, yeah, that's going to uh, invoke some opposition, right? Right. And I like Jesus' instruction here. You know, you're going to be hated um, by everyone because of me. And then he gives some really practical advice about fleeing, you know, for safety. Mm -hmm. But you know, now we may be entering a post-Christian culture. Uh, certainly here in the West, Christianity is. It's got a different relationship with culture than it did even a generation ago. Mm -hmm. You know, the reputation out there of Christians is that we're bigots and. Some of that's well-deserved, but the tide is shifting, right? And I don't think we are being persecuted, so people overuse that word, I think. But certainly a new relationship. And so we have to kind of revisit some of these New Testament strategies of how to be Christ followers in a world that's hostile against us. You know, we grew up in a pretty comfortable position, but that's changing. And so fortunately, and I I tell this to people a lot, I say, guess what? We have the roadmap we have the new testament those people all lived in a pre-christian culture what did they do when they faced opposition we're in a post-christian culture wonderful we got the new testament we don't we're not lost you know we don't yeah. need these other resources we have what we need so we can we can look to this passage and many others
0: I I hear you on that. This is such a good reminder that following Jesus can be messy and even dangerous. I I think back to the Old Testament prophets and what they had to go through as God's chosen people um, with messages to give. And I think that the verse that gave me some comfort was the one about the one who stands firm to the end will be saved And I read that two ways this time. One is that there's really only one person who stood firm to the end perfectly, and that's Mm, Jesus. That's right. And therefore, it's by the power of his Holy Spirit within us that we are able to stand firm. And then it took my mind to the verses that talk about stand firm when there's a battle raging and when all these other things are coming against us. Even Ephesians 6 talks about stand, stand. Stand. So our commission is not going out necessarily and doing the battle, but it's standing firm, trusting God is doing the work and is fighting on That's our behalf. A That's a good word.
2: Yeah, I, I just write. Uh, the truth is that accepting Jesus will complicate life, your life, in many ways, and might even bring on expressions of enmity and persecution. And Jesus says to his disciples, uh, he's praying for them, uh, and it's the high holy prayer that's in chapter 17 of John. I am praying for them, he says. I am not praying for the world, but for those whom you have given me, for they are yours. All mine are yours, and yours are mine, and I am glorified in them. It's a very interesting distinction being made because I sometimes think that people have the idea that uh, through human effort, we can transform the world into a garden of Eden. And we're always surprised when that's not happening, that uh, even in a a free and prosperous society, uh, just go to uh, San Francisco or California and LA and you see all these uh, people suffering, really uh, homeless people camped out on streets all over the place, and it's now spreading in even to other cities. And you say, "What's going on here? Uh, aren't we the aren't we the light of the world? No, Jesus is, and we remain sinners, and we remain and we remain indifferent to the sufferings of others um, when we actually discount." The presence of evil in this world, uh, we are distorting the truth of uh, Jesus' teaching. Um, And I think putting on the full armor of God, which we're not going to talk about in any detail, but it's a very important passage in Ephesus, uh, in uh, Ephesians, uh, is one of the things that the church should be really good at. How do, you, how do you operate in a world that has so much evil in it uh, and be effective in it? And it's, I'm not going to answer that question, but I think that sometimes it's doing small things well. Uh, but most of all, it's the faith and the belief in Jesus Christ and why he came into this world not to save the world, but save each one of us from our sins and open the door to the Holy Spirit and eternal life.